0: This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are talking about all the great news coming out of Walt Disney World. We've got some magic hours coming at night, dining plans coming back. It's all great news to hear. Maybe it's time to start planning the perfect vacation. Who makes the perfect travel companion? Well, there's some very specific qualities that Carrie and I both look for in a travel companion. Stay tuned to find out what they are. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests and sometimes it's just us, but it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening and let's get started. Hi, Carrie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. It's been a good week
1: for you. Yeah, not too bad. It's been just kind of a regular It's
0: been, it's it's been busy. Like when we, when we started talking a little bit ago, uh, I realized I hadn't really talked to you in a few days, which is Mm -hmm. weird. And then I was like, well, where are you going? What what have you, what have you been doing? Like, how have I, how have I not talked to you? I don't know. I guess we were just, it was just one of those weeks. Things on the go. Yeah. So we haven't really chatted. And then, we we had a topic we changed topics we were because we were like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) we had a couple so we have a list so for people that know we have a list of topics that we want to cover and we you know we go to that that list every once in a while and say okay so maybe it's time to do this one um but then we were talking about planning trips and all sorts of stuff anyway we've got news to talk about and we wanted to talk about the, the Perfect Travel Companion, which kind of came up because we were talking about travel. So anyway, um, but, first, but first, the news. We haven't even talked about the news. Nope. You and I have not shared our thoughts on any of the news that, that has been released rec- like recently, right? So, Correct. <laughs> so, so what do you got? Well, so there there were hints that the dining plan is coming back. Hints, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> they you know, Disney is so they so don't give us like details before they're ready. They you know, really don't. Like they're really good at keeping things sort of mysterious, I guess. But they did so they, they made a statement saying that they were coming back, but that's that's it. We don't know nothing else. Details more details later. to
1: come. But and that is and that's even Maybe they're changing a little bit because, at least, like, that's like even the fact that they acknowledge that it is coming back is more than we usually <laughs> get. Usually, we just find out that they're back today.
0: Yeah. Usually, it's like you wake up in the morning and there's some kind of news, breaking news somewhere that something's come back. So, for them to even hint, well, not even hint, they said they're coming back, we just details later.
1: Well, and it's funny that they, in the, in the notification about the dining they made joke of the noodle the noodle um, noodle gate noodle gate the noodles <laughs> the, the uh
0: the ohana
1: noodle. noodle noodle uh debacle the yes. so that was that was interesting that they actually you know made jest of of that because that's usually not their style either
0: even to acknowledge the frenzy that was created from the noodles
1: so yeah they said the dining plan will come back with and there'll be and all of the and the wonderful restaurants are reopening, and the, with the noodles at Ohana's so, and there will be noodles.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you, we've talked about it before. You know, it'll be interesting to see when it comes back whether it's a dining plan that I will want to get or not because I go back and forth on the dining plan. Um it, For yeah, me,
1: whether there'll be changes or what it'll look like, I I kind of think there had like. They have an opportunity to adjust things, so I can't see coming back exactly the same. But
0: right, we'll see. We'll see. So we won't know until they tell us because there'll be no. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, until they announce it, like there really isn't. And I know there's sites out there that pick up on rumors and this, that, and the next thing. But I don't think. I don't even think there's rumors out there about what the dining plan is going to look like. They're really keeping this one under wraps, and it's good. I can't wait.
1: Maybe it'll come back exactly the same, but I I don't know. It's been...
0: It's been a while. I think it's... You're right. I think it's a great opportunity for them to update it and change it. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's fun. Now, what about this early morning, late magic stuff that was renounced? Announced?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the early early magic time, whatever, early magic morning is a good thing because um, it's every park every morning for 30 minutes as long as you're staying on property right so it just gives you that little bit of extra that you need because really to get ahead need, of everyone you just need to get into the park and get to that first attraction right that's it and so that's it, what that 30 minutes will give you it'll give you that little bit of extra time to get where you need to be to get the that uh that first attraction rolling
0: Right. Because this, it kind of, so if you're staying at a Disney resort, you get 30 minutes in the morning, early entry, mm-hmm. uh, before anybody that's not staying at a Disney resort, essentially.
1: Right. And you have Which, to have a park pass reservation for your, so whatever day you've planned, you can just start at a half an hour early.
0: Right. Which means you could, so if you were going to Hollywood Studios, and you wanted to go to Toy Story Midway Mania, first thing... You would get in half an hour before somebody not staying on property and could go and get to Toy Story Mania before them. Yep. So it's kind of like an advanced rope drop for people staying on property.
1: Yeah. And like, and before it was the same thing with the early magic. Right. Morning, but you had an hour. Um,
0: and it was only select parks on certain days. Yeah. And like, so there was a little more.
1: And I found even like with those towards the end, because there was so many, uh, You know, early breakfast mornings at certain parks that Mm -hmm. there wasn't as many early magic hours and extra magic hours as there used to be. Or they were in, you know, they just seemed to be in parks that, you know, they seem to have a lot of early mornings in places where you didn't really... Necessarily needed, or maybe not needed, but like there were, it wasn't like it used to be. It seemed right. to be the schedule was was a little different, and there was and there was um, not as many. Like, cause you really want to get into Magic Kingdom early, and you want to get you want to stay late at Magic Kingdom, and there didn't seem to be too many of those on the calendar. On like the dockies, <laughs>
0: yeah. now okay, so that's the extra mornings, yeah. extra the the magic mornings or whatever. Now they've introduced late magic. So at the end of the day, magic hours, but we don't really have much details.
1: No details. They're just like, they're giving us <laughs> a little bit of a snippet, which is great. For, grateful for the little snippet. But they said that it was going to be deluxe resorts and deluxe villa resort guests only. So that's interesting.
0: Yes. So it's like they're adding some extra perk to staying deluxe and deluxe villa.
1: And it's on a schedule. So it might be more like the old... Schedule where maybe it's just a couple times a week.
0: Right. Where the old sort of extra magic hours used to be maybe one, you know, one night in the Magic Kingdom, one night in Epcot, mm-hmm. and it was like an extra hour or something for resort guests. So this would only be for those staying at the, Del- which means that the, like, that drastically reduces the number of people that could take advantage of it.
1: Yeah. And you have to want to state, like, the thing with the early and the late is you have to wanna be there early or stay late too. So it's not yeah. for everybody.
0: I never take advantage of the morning ones, but I do take advantage of the evening ones. <laughs> like I like the evening ones better than the morning. Um but you know, it's it's like when the when there were only a few handful of resorts and there used to be extra magic or or those things It was great because the parks were really quiet. And so it was quite a perk to staying on property. But then once they kept building resorts after resort after resort, really, you didn't notice much. Like it really wasn't that big of a difference in crowd levels for early morning or or late magic. So now this late magic uh, is really limited. Because it is only deluxe and deluxe villas.
1: Do you think back in the old days too, though, when they had the early well, the early mornings one thing because you can't get in unless you whatever. <laughs> right. But the late night, like how they did, like towards the end, did they really swoop the parks and get rid of people like they were supposed to? Like if if you weren't tr- if you weren't trying to get on an attraction, did they really kick you out? No. Like no. I don't know. Like and I really didn't do a lot of late nights or early mornings in any recent years, really. Because yeah.
0: No, they didn't. They it, honestly, unless you were trying to get on an attraction, there really wasn't much that they were doing. The only time I have ever seen them like really kick people out of the park is during a party. That's the only time. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how this one is, but I I'm assuming to your point it'll be it'll be like less attraction wait times because you can't get on the attraction unless you're mm-hmm. staying at a at a but deluxe it still, resort, but it's still like
1: I guess, and maybe that's a difference between like years ago going to Disney and then going to Disney as as someone that goes a lot is like I just I would rather have the park empty and have those people out of there mm-hmm. and, and have a, a full experience of an empty park and, yes. and shorter lines and than just having people like hanging around because they can and they can't go on attractions, but the park still
0: looks yes kind of busy. It- yeah, it. I think it just speaks to Disney making some changes. And it'll be interesting to see when Fast Passes come back, what they look like. Because I'm sure they're coming back. It's just a matter of what do they look like and possibly how much do they cost? Maybe they'll they'll adopt some of the, the same thing that they do at Disneyland. Yeah. And you know what? Even if it's just spreading out the crowds a little or it's making things more enjoyable for everyone, I I like it. Yeah for sure be interesting to see and then you heard about philhar magic yeah a little bit what are they they're adding a new scene coco is making an appearance in philhar magic
1: that's pretty cool
0: and the way they love philhar magic though so me too me too i love it and i can't wait to see like i'm just glad they're sprucing it up a little bit But they kind of, the way they said it was like Coco with Donald Duck. And I'm thinking, well, of course, because he's the star of the show. How would they do it without (laughs) Donald? I guess it's,
1: I'm trying to, it's been so long since I've watched it though. Like it's, it'll be interesting because I'm trying to think of which.
0: Like how they uh, would transition it. Yeah. Into which scene. Maybe it's like something, because the colors and stuff would kind of be around the Lion King colors. You know, maybe when they finish that, that scene of can't wait to be king, maybe. Like, I wonder, are they going to shorten any other scenes or are they actually just going to make Magic longer? Huh. It's in,
1: but yeah, the, like it's a lot of those, like the same era of movies and then Coco.
0: Yeah, it's nice to see them add some new stuff. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, the resorts are opening, things are open. There's only a handful of resorts now that aren't open.
1: Yeah, that's. it seems to be a lot of news of, of things opening, restaurants returning, things just coming back.
0: Yes. It, like it, one after another after another. It seems like every day there's... It's like a snowball, right, mm-hmm. of, of news coming out. You know, I'm sad that I missed the whole time when it was like nobody in the parks. Uh, but I'm excited to hear things getting back to normal. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking about... My next trip, we the- <laughs> will be yay! Uh, so I'm excited to start talking and planning, planning that, and getting back to the magic, and um, maybe convincing my friend she should come.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> well, and one of your one of your wishes has come uh, true because they they've brought back Epcot forever
0: i know so i need to get there before epcot forever uh is retired for harmonious so epcot forever and um oh, what's it called happily ever after both are back at the parks and i'm so excited and it, and it just makes my heart feel so full really cool did you see, see they had jordan fisher the night they did the so they had a special showing for cast members only uh of happily ever after before it before it was the public to see it, and they I, had Jordan I saw, Fisher.
1: I saw a little clip about of the crowd like reacting when Tinkerbell flew the first time. That was oh. pretty cool. It, it's
0: like it's like all the good feels. Mm-hmm. Just to see it all come back, it's so exciting. It's it so is. exciting. Little little tears. I don't know what it's going to be like when I when we first see them again for ourselves. You know, I don't know, because I'm I'm going to get there to see Happily Ever After and uh, Epcot Forever before they're retired for the 50th stuff coming.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So then there, you know, there's the talk about getting back to the parks and planning the next trip and and the vacation. And, you know, then it leads to the question of, well, what kind of person do you want to travel with? (laughs) when you go to the parks. So you and I were having a very quick discussion and then we were like, okay, let's stop talking about it because um, it's perfect for the podcast. So we don't want to talk about it before we talk on the podcast or then it's not like organic and authentic. Um, (laughs) So we were talking about you're you're going, you're planning a trip, uh, an adult's trip because maybe it would be different if you were planning with kids. You might have a different... Uh, criteria for the perfect travel partner, but we were just talking sure. about, you know, for us, like what is the the qualities of the perfect travel companion to go to Disney with? And you were like, oh, I can describe it right away. <laughs> oh boy! And just for everyone listening, it was not me. Name and names, are you? Uh Well, you named a name, and it was not my name. Um, <laughs> you have like the perfect travel companion; everything rolled into one. And you have bragged about this person to me before about what a great travel companion she is. We all strive to be this cool. Um, <laughs> But what are the qualities that make her such a good travel companion? And then we can all aspire to be these things, right? (laughs) Well, okay. So what's like for me, The one of the first things that I would say about a perfect travel companion is organized. Like somebody who knows what they're doing, what they want to do, I don't have to stress whether they brought their own sunscreen, they have their own stuff, like they're just organized and can take care of their own stuff.
1: I think, yeah, there's different types of organized, right? So that like having someone uh, travel with you that, yeah, like, you know, they're taking care of their travel business that so you don't have to worry about, you know, Holding their passports or or making sure they've they've packed everything that they that they need they they're seasoned traveler seasoned traveler and they got that all taken care of right like i find organizing like the trip i'm the one that's usually organizing all aspects of the trip but it's nice to have somebody that participates and helps organize to a certain extent some other things right like i having being the person where everybody's looking at you to give you to answer all the questions and point everybody into the right direction you know it's fun to be organized and to be have those skills to be able to pull a trip together but it's a pain in the butt when like you have to make every single decision so having the right mix of like it's okay to be the person that plans everything and gets everything in order but then has a partner that's traveling with you that's that's going to like give their two cents and help make certain decisions so that you you know you're not the only you know one that's that's rotten in the show, right? Helps
0: So somebody who's making some decisions about the trip as well.
1: Oh yeah, like what do you want to do today? Like should we do this or this? Well what about what what should we you know, what's the The perk of doing this versus that. Okay, well then let's do this, and you make a decision together to move forward instead of everybody looking at you to go. Well, what are we going to do next? I don't care. Like whatever you want to do, and it's a lot of pressure. Weighs on, and it's just it's just nice to have. It's a lot of pressure, but it's just nice to have you know travel companions that actually you know participate in a little bit of it. Like it's one thing to be the expert that can help guide the the basis of it, but it's nice to have a, a travel companion that'll that'll contribute to for some sure. of the decision making.
0: Yeah. There's nothing like I find it so stressful when you're there with people who they see you as the expert, which is fine, but then you're solely responsible for making the decisions. Where are you going? What attraction are you going on? What where are you eating? What when are you stopping for a break? All of that it weighs heavy because then it's hard because you feel like their entire experience depends on you.
1: Well, and I think I think for that, I could take it to a different level. Like, I think if it was somebody that had never, ever been before, uh, that's one thing, right? Like, because I'm and. Like, I'm okay with guiding and making sure people do everything that they need to do, make sure they experience mm-hmm. all the things that are the most important, you know, bring them to the most popular restaurants because that's their expectation, right? Like, they want to have this fabulous time of these tried and tested places and, and have the experience. Like, that is okay with me, but it's more like when you travel with the same people over and over and over again. And sometimes, like... <laughs> I'm uh, and not even Disney trips, like my family where I travel to other places with them. And they've been to these places as many times as I have been. But I'm the one that's got to make all the decisions about what to do or where to go. Um, yes. But, I, but yeah, like I've definitely been to, to Disney with friends. And and I think it's when it's somebody that's never been, it, like being that sole decision person is kind of fun because, you know, like they're depending on you to show them the ropes. and And they're excited and you get to experience their excitement for the first time. So, you know, I guess I don't mind it if it's, if it's that scenario, but.
0: Yeah, every once in a while, like if it's their first time for sure, because then you get to experience their excitement. Sometimes I like to go when I am not the decision maker, meaning so, you know, yes, you would might consider me the expert in my family. However, when I go to Walt Disney World with my nephew and his wife and their kids, I make no plans. I just do what I'm told. He makes all the plans. Where are we going? What are we? Like, he's got the attractions mapped out, the food, like everything. But then when you figure if there's like eight of us, you need that kind of plan or else we'd never get anywhere because we'd all stand around going, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) So when there's a group like that, it's definitely good if somebody can just make the plans. I just don't like to be that person. (laughs) Mm hmm. I also don't like to plan that much either, because I'm kind of a a wing it kind of person. I like to get up in the morning and see how I feel.
1: But if you have two wing it kind of people that go to Disney all the time, then it's like you and I, we pretty much do the same things. we (laughs) we come back and we're like, dang it, we probably should have done these 45 things. But instead, we just did what we always do. So... So maybe we're not
0: the best travel companions for each other. Well, that's the thing. So that's the other thing that makes a good travel companion is someone who's similar yet very different. Mm -hmm. Meaning they'll test your boundaries of what you want to do. So you're not doing the same thing all the time or going and doing things that that sort of fit inside your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's like they bring something to the the planning or itinerary or whatever part of the trip that
0: that you would not normally do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we do that for each other a little bit. For sure. Well, we're a little wing it, but but um
1: I think we definitely need more we do need more of an agenda. You think? Yeah. Of things we need to accomplish now that we're we're you know on episode 100 and whatever of a podcast. We,
0: <laughs> we should have more more solid plans. A little of bit. Things we need to check out or accomplish. Right. Like the bread service at Sana. I have to yeah. go do that. Like, that's on my list. Check. But, like, really,
1: like, regularly, like, we would just go and we'd be like, yada, yada, yada. And we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want
0: to do? I don't know. Want to get a cool. dole whip? Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally how we it how we do Disney together. Yeah. Um, Although you did have an you did have an agenda item that you wanted for um, our next trip in the parks together, uh, you did mention that we were going to do the Swiss Family Treehouse, <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted to videotape it uh, and record it, <laughs> so of us climbing the stairs to get to the top. So it cannot be when it's one hundred and twenty degrees. Our, it might be our
1: last climb.
0: <laughs> Maybe our last park visit. It might be uh, climbing all those stairs. So we'll see how that one goes. (laughs) Okay, so what else makes your perfect travel companion, Carrie? Um,
1: I can't remember what else I said
0: before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we said they had to be flexible, patient. 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 Patient Patient is mine. Patient is mine. Uh, You said (laughs) flexible. I don't remember saying that. You said flexible. I said patient. Um, because for me, I can't stand being there with somebody who is getting frustrated at the lines or the weights or the crowds or whatever. Like it just, because it, it it just, it bugs me. Like it, it, you have to expect there's going to be a crowd. You have to expect there's going to be a wait. You have to expect that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I, I, I guess that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think um having somebody that's that is I guess it kinda goes with yours is someone that 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 is ready to have some fun and that is willing to roll with the punches a little bit and just is ready for for whatever, like a little bit of excitement a little bit of fun. Like it's to have a to have um have your trip planned but then to be like oh well let's let's do this for the day and oh but like, what can we do oh we can do this but well we can do this too and we can oh we can do this and then the day turns into something because the person was ready to just kind of go with the flow and you know whatever we end up doing we'll have fun but you know help piece together this like thing that just kind of happened that you didn't know that's maybe the way your day was going to be so you know a little ready for an adventure and excitement and and game for right like because you know you got to go off the schedule a little bit if you decide that maybe you're gonna drive to the beach and maybe hit up Legoland land on the way you know ah, something like that so
0: so this this brings me to it sounds like you've had a day like that carrie
1: well we planned something
0: together and it was just a lot of fun and and you know this was in california
1: yeah there's so many fun things you can do in california if you put your noggin together and
0: so that like was danger. one of the things. So you were talking about how you go to California with someone uh, to go to Disneyland, and then you actually take them to see California. You have to do
1: your due diligence. Like like bringing someone to go to California, and then you're like, yeah, but we're going to spend like a whole week at Disneyland, and we're not going to leave.
0: Yeah, so, yeah I'm to, okay you, with that. You
1: have to, that's exactly why. and, and like California, That's exactly so why I'm, to do. I'm not
0: your perfect travel companion.
1: There's so much to do and explore in California. Like you need somebody that wants to go and just, you know, pick something off the list of all the hundreds and hundreds of things you can do and and, and be ready to like go in the traffic and deal with the craziness of California. Um, but still have a great, have a great day.
0: So you did that and you went to the Lego, Legoland or whatever it's called. There's just in- so
1: many things like going to, like going to, go going to, hollywood boulevard taking the train or doing something you know taking there's so many things to do in california so many beaches so many tourist attractions so many nature things to to see and do so but, the but key you might part, not know what you want to do until you're kind of there or you've you know you've gauged what you're you know how you're feeling about so th- going on so that's adventure. the
0: thing it's it's definitely not about planning it in advance it's about Being flexible enough to change, saying, this is not what I feel like doing today. Let's try something different and having some kind of fun adventure that wasn't necessarily on the docket to do. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, you want to see what you you feel like when you
0: get there and what, you know. See, it's more of a wing it thing. Mm -hmm. That's a bit of a wing it thing. Now, does your perfect travel companion have to like the same kind of foods as you or really stretch your ideas in a different way for food and that kind of stuff?
1: I think it's just having someone that like if one was adventurous in food and one wasn't that you kind of come to the middle ground where you don't have to eat like,
0: you know. Chicken hot dogs
1: surprise? all. Hot dogs all the <laughs> you, you
0: were going to say chicken fingers and fries. No, and I was like, no, I better not.
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say corn dogs or whatever that you know oh. that you that you can that you can find places that work for both, and that's a little bit that's a little bit different. So
0: the corn dogs. Now that you say that, cases is back open again. No,
1: that's why I said it. That's yeah. why
0: you're thinking corn dogs. Mm-hmm. You're not a big fan of those corn dogs.
1: Uh, I like Disneyland corn dogs.
0: That's why. <laughs>
1: a good job with talking about all of my uh, <laughs> travel companions.
0: You've got this a whole roster you... of, of travel companions. Well, that's the companions. thing. I do. That's I do. The, I do. That's I the, do, the thing. Do. So for people listening, like you have a lot of people that you travel with and that you've traveled with multiple times. It's not like, you know, these are people you've traveled once with. You, you have a roster of people that you travel with and have done so multiple times. But they're all very different. Different. Mm -hmm. Like, I know some of your travel companions, and I know that I am nothing like some of them. And yet, maybe that's what makes you the perfect travel companion (laughs) is that you are able to adapt to whoever you're with.
1: I think for me, I just want to have somebody like one. The one thing for me with traveling is that you're on vacation. So, like, bare bones, let's bring it, let's dial it all right back. Is that you're on vacation you're somewhere wonderful you're not working you know Mm -hmm. you leave all of your troubles behind and you're on vacation so like i like there's no reason to bicker or argue or worry about too much right like so it's just making sure you're you've got this trip that's working for everybody right like again bringing your friend to disneyland but then not letting them leave disneyland for five days (laughs) is not a good way to plan a trip for a friend if you want to for a non Disney friend, if you really want to give them a wonderful experience, right, so right. I think it's just making sure that you've got a trip that works for everybody where there's a little bit of give and take, whether it's you know again you you don't like to you don't like uh eating corn dogs all week but you're not you know your friend loves corn dogs so you're making sure that you know you get enough corn dogs for her and you're getting enough stuff for yourself that everybody is open-minded and flexible and ready to just have a good time like that's really my bear and I just am chill and just go with the flow and but I do I think travel with people that that are like that like I don't know that I would travel with people that I probably wouldn 't want to travel I probably wouldn 't invite myself on trips if I felt that it wasn 't like the way that the way that uh, the way that i am i don 't know so it 's pretty easy so and I like traveling with certain people like I have a friend that like a couple well I think most of my friends that I travel with now is just like. If you know Disney and you love Disney, you just kind of go with the flow. Like, like it's nice just to decide, hey, do you want to go here? We haven't done this in forever. Do you want to go to our favorite place to get ice cream? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Like, we do some of the favorite things, but then, you know, you have an idea to do something, and you're like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, you know, you're going back again and again, and and you just go and have a good time and just roll with the, the punches. So no pressure to, make, to be the one that makes a decision. You just kind of go and have a good time because you know no matter what the person you're with and the place you're at equals fun so
0: that's an excellent description <laughs> <laughs> and it does make a difference if you're both in the sort of same um realm of where you are so if you're both fans of Vegas and you're in Vegas and you've been there multiple times together you have that kind of ability to to plan your trip and go with the flow. And same thing when you're going with Disney people. When when you're hanging out with your Disney friends who go all the time, there is that element of go with the flow and you don't feel that sense of urgency of I have to do everything because you know you're going to be back and we all know we're going to be back. So you kind of have that. So if you're if your travel companions are in the same sort of level in terms of of visiting these places, it makes it a lot easier.
1: I think even with the Disney people, you can, you could, like, what we've learned with Angela last week, like, if we (laughs) spent a day at Epcot with someone that you know you're going to have fun with, you're going to get along with, you're going to have a great day, but if you said to Angela, okay, okay, it's like this, like, show us show us the ropes and, and you get to do things with disney people because everybody does disney a little bit differently right like i've hung out with some of my disney pin friends on at the parks and the stuff that they do and the places they eat or where they go for their snacks or do whatever is totally different than what i would do time over time over time right so you know they can show you something
0: something you just, different
1: yeah see see the way that they love the parks and how it's different from the way that you love the parks and you maybe gain some new things new favorites or new things to do so
0: that's so important and and people that will stretch where what you do in the parks or at the resorts a little bit now you said something when we were talking earlier when you were describing your perfect travel companion that for everyone listening is not me uh <laughs> she, you, stop it. You, you said the word curious yeah and that is such a great word to, to describe her, um, but also your adventures. Now, yeah. what is it that makes that so endearing for you when you're traveling with her that she's curious?
1: I don't know. I think having someone that's curious and helps make the trip more exciting, like it will help you do something that maybe you wouldn't have, do- you wouldn't have done and, and kind of enhances the experience.
0: And she so because you've also told me that when you're there, it's it's fun to have someone who wants to know the stuff that you're going to tell her about the parks or the things that like she she really is interested in the stuff that's going on around her in the parks.
1: But she's interested,
0: but right, exactly like interested in
1: asking questions about what was this and why is this, or or you know when you're spouting off your t- your your, <laughs> your Disneyland history tips, she actually truly thinks it's interesting. But wherever you go to explore, like the curiosity of wondering why something is something, or the history behind something, or why we should go somewhere because of why it's interesting, like having that having that curiosity and excitement to to just make the best out of whatever situation Mm -hmm. right
0: and that's so important when you're when you're visiting disney somebody that's curious especially with all of the details that disney has Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and and for nerds like us who like to point some of them out but we're still learning them all too so it's great to have someone who's genuinely interested in hearing about why things are the way they are Mm
1: -hmm. and being able to always find something interesting wherever you are like even outside of disney whether it's you know, visiting something an hour away or whatever, like always, you know, finding the best and, and, and making an adventure out of, out of it just because it's fun because you're, you're on a vacation with one of your besties, right? It's just, it's just good. So, Mm -hmm.
0: so I think if we were to sum everything up, it's people that go with the flow, Mm -hmm. can manage their own stuff
1: ready for fun and are and ready for
0: fun and adventure that's it mm-hmm. that is the perfect travel companions
1: like but who but like who goes on vacation and isn't ready for fun
0: though <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's just been a waste of everybody's time <laughs> <laughs> well i think we've described some good things you know what i think it's important too to remember when you go on vacation that you're there with other people too so mm-hmm. it's it's not just your vacation, it's their vacation yeah. too and to to be able to adapt and and hang out with people and see what's important to them too is' an, is all part of the fun, yeah, and I think especially with
1: planning a a Disney vacation as the person that's planning an itinerary, like the moms out there that are planning these perfect first trips to Disney like there's so much pressure and it's easy to get caught up and worry about seeing everything and doing everything and maybe losing sight of the fact that at the base of it you have to make sure that everybody stays happy and entertained and and not hangry and and whatever Mm -hmm. right like there's so many there's so many and and I know when you're on holidays, especially at Disney, you know kids have meltdowns and dads get hangry and all that stuff. And in the end, you're in that Disney bubble and and you forget about it and all is wonderful. But um, but yeah, like keeping it's you lose sight of like you need time to rest, you need time to swim, you need time mm-hmm. for magical moments, you need time for ice cream, you need time for corn dogs. You know, you need you need to kind of fit in all kinds of different things in your itinerary to kind of have a nice flow. Um, where, you know, you survive and, and you don't come home <laughs> wrecked from from wrangling your family of uh, five for the whole week. Mom needs to have a good time too. So
0: Exactly. And you know what, Carrie, that is such a good topic that we have on the docket for another podcast is, you know, first trip mistakes to avoid mm-hmm. and, and things from all of our, you know, all of our experience and what should people not do. When they're planning their first trip and what should they do? So that's definitely an episode that's coming up, um, and hopefully that won't be a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just—I just don't feel like when I was chatting, I'm like, am I really saying anything that makes any sense? You are. You
0: always <laughs> make sense. Well, you make sense, sense to me. To the topic
1: ahead hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Disney, so everybody's got to have fun. Is everybody ready to have
0: fun? Because if That's, not, you're not my travel partner. But you know what? It's so funny because unless you say it, it's not like you actually have to say it. People are afraid to say stuff like that. Like if you want to come to Disney with me, you got to be prepared to have fun. That's it. <laughs> we look for fun everywhere. We do. Which, yeah, which is why it's so important we find pixie dust every week.
1: Mm-hmm. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You have Pixie Dust this week.
1: Yeah, it was a tough one. I don't know if I have Pixie Dust or not, really. It's
0: what do you mean it was a tough one?
1: I don't know that I went too far. I guess my Pixie Dust like last week I was excited because I went to the thrift store and found (laughs) it.
0: Well you ruined it last week Last week you had two, that was the thing, right? Like you did two.
1: I did. I don't even remember. I
0: think so. I think you did.
1: Um Yeah, so, I don't know, I did some, I I was pretty excited that, not the same trip, but later in the week I I had, um, I went back to the thrift store to do a bunch of donations because I had all kinds of stuff ready to be donated and then the world, like, our world closed down again and for the last, like, two months we haven't been able to go into stores and we weren't able to donate things, so I was kind of excited that yesterday I got to donate a pile of stuff that had been sitting around (laughs) that's exciting that was exciting that that finally after so long um
0: it's good when you get to clean out a little spot Mm -hmm. of your house and you've got stuff especially when you've had it packed and ready to go for so long
1: Mm -hmm. but we've had like yeah i don't i don't know that i've done anything else that's too exciting it's been raining Cats and dogs, and my cats can't go outside, so no funny stories about no it.
0: tents for them this No funny cat stories, or yeah, is that been, why we haven't talked this week? Maybe, <laughs> maybe just that's from working, you know. Maybe. I don't have
1: exciting pixie dust like you do this week what's your pixie dust i happen to well
0: well, my pixie dust you saw it on my my instagram story because uh i was very excited that disney has they're not selling the annual passes yet however they did allow me to renew my DVC one Nice. So, um yeah, because I'm starting to plan, I'm starting to think about uh August and fully vaccinated now. Woohoo. And looking forward to getting back to the magic. And yeah, so I need my annual pass. And uh I had left a message with guest, guest services and they called me back and yay. So, You're a pass holder now. I'm a pass holder again. So I'm so excited and I can start planning. And yeah, I haven't quite figured out exactly what my trip's going to look like. Uh, All I know is that I'm going and... uh, I'm going to, you know what? I've been working from home for a year and a half. So it's it's time to get to Florida and maybe work from there for a little bit. Let's see how that works. <laughs> it, you know what, Carrie, it bugs me. Everybody that I talk to, they work from their cottages. They work from here. They work from there. I've been working from my little home. For a year and a half, I've gone nowhere. I've done nothing. So maybe I need to to try. I just don't know if Disney Wi Fi is going to be okay for me to do. All
1: have, my have you video seen any? Calls, have but... you seen
0: any of the funny TikToks where, like, they say
1: people are have to go. They're being called back to work, but then they say they live somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know if they're jokes or if they're real, but I thought I've seen a few of them because
0: I guess seriously, a lot of places are calling people back to work
1: like on Monday.
0: <laughs> yeah, my magical job has started talking about people going back to work mid-September. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You only allowed me to get a haircut last week. And now you want me to go back into the office in September. And I haven't even been to Disney. So my my message to my boss was, I am not coming in the office till I've been to Disney. Sorry, let's get our priorities straight. I need to go to Florida before I come into the office. And uh, so, get yeah. Start
1: getting ready. Have you, the other day, I, um, I was thinking about you because I took out my Alex and Ani bracelets and I polished them all up. Have you been, Have you worn yours at all
0: in this past? Carrie, I have not had a stitch of jewelry on in like a year and a half. Like well, I think you- my Apple Watch is dead. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> I don't even know if it'll charge. I've not had rings, earrings, bracelets, nothing, nothing. Like I had to go. I had to go out yesterday um, to the doctor's, and I was sitting there, and I thought, I don't even know if my sister's texting me. And then I went to look at my wrist because normally I would get the notification on my t- on my watch, but I, I don't even wear it. Like, I literally, I just, I haven't worn nothing.
1: Well, you better take out your Alex and bear, you better polish them up because they, they might not look as good as they looked. You could polish them all up. I might have to. So that they're ready to go. So you're ready to jingle jangle in the
0: parks. Who who are we kidding? I haven't had shoes on for more than an hour in the last year and a half. (laughs) Like It's it's crazy. I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to even have the energy in the park. Who cares? I don't care. I'm just going. And I'm hopeful that uh, my travel companion will manage to get down there for a little bit with me too. Uh, So fingers crossed. And we'll figure out, I don't even know about recording the podcast from there. It's been so long since I've been there recording the podcast. It was, yeah. I think
1: you're going to be too busy for us when you get down there. So I'll be like, hello, aren't we supposed to record? And you're going to be like, no, I got to go watch Epcot forever.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see it again.
1: I'll be here by myself going, hey guys.
0: (laughs) We will figure it out for sure. But uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the episode. And yes, sometimes we're just we're just babbling fools and and Carrie. We will chat next week. You betcha. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode.
1: Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player. So you'll get a
0: new episode every week and find us on social media, too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.